Welcome back to the Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Cody. On this week's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing KO. We talk about her EP, I Miss You Too, her love for wrestling, the new album that she was going to be releasing this fall, and she will be on this week's Two for Tuesdays. So let's do it. Because I got the illest with me, KO. What's going on? What's good? How you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad we got to do this and everything like that. You got uh, you got some big things popping in the city right now, especially with the EP that came out. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, and then also, you know, got some other stuff that's going on. So we definitely wanted to go ahead and chop it up and everything. Um, but first things first, I want to ask you this: uh, How'd you get your start in music? Um, I tell, I feel like, damn, I mean, I'm getting lit. I got enough interviews where I feel like I didn't tell the story a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I actually grew up, I grew up in a town called Enid, Oklahoma. Um, when I was young, I got into a lot of trouble in elementary school. So they put me in like the therapy program for mm. like behavioral issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the, one of the tools that they used was having us write our feelings down. And, um, for mine, I got real bored cause I would write mine and then be disruptive. So they'd be like, okay, well, turn it into like rhymes, like make it like a poem. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like try to do it that way. So the poems like slowly but surely started turning into raps as I got older and got more into music. It mm-hmm. just kind of went hand in hand and then it kind of just developed from there. So I got you. Now, how would you say that the hip hop scene in Enid is different from like say Tulsa and Oklahoma City? Um, it's non-existent. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm like. Because yeah. I remember like Seeing your stuff for the first time, I saw, like, I want to say either end of 2019, early 2020, that's when I saw, like, uh, people post, like, stories of, like, your shows and stuff okay. like that. And so, in it, because I've been there before. Yeah, it's crazy. It was, it's different. I, I hope this is, I hope I'm not being defensive by saying this. I've never seen black people, like, in it. Yeah. So, when I saw I'm like, oh, this is different. Yeah. So, I like that. But I didn't know if you guys had, like, a, a separate, like scene or just like other people or would you say you're the first like rapper to come out from uh unit for i'm I'm gonna give it to me for sure because it's like i don't think um anybody where i'm from has taken it this far like even though i'm on like a very small scale still it's like 
just to come to Oklahoma City and like be established on my own, like and be known for my music. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't like I had a lot of friends or a lot of connections. Like everything that I've done has been off my music. So it's like yeah. to come from Enid and be able to do that is big. Like right. it's hard to get people to to give a fuck that you make music. Period. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, like I said, in Enid we don't have a scene at all. It's like you maybe got just five, ten niggas who rap. Two, three of them might be good. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not. It's not much room to play with. It's not a lot of resources. It's not a lot of venues. It's not um, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of studios. It's not set up. It's not a town that's set up for music for yeah, real. Yeah, because it's like y'all got y'all population's not super much, right? No, it's like it's literally like a dot on the map. It is <laughs> not a. Um, <laughs> Enid is not like a big known place. It's like the most thing that we got going out of Enid is football because we 6A. So it's like oh, we dude. play big schools. Like Plainsman is like the – that's our flag. That's our claim to fame. Mm -hmm. uh, other than that, Mark Price uh, made it to the NBA. Mark Price Arena and all that out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the most famous uh, opera singer, black opera singer, Leona Mitchell. She's from Enid, Oklahoma. So okay. those is kind of our claims to fame. Like anything outside of that, other than like the um, – if we talk about white people, it's like Champlin. That's oil money. Mm -hmm. So it's like those are the people who run the town. I got you. So, I mean, that's pretty much it, but it's not a hip-hop scene for it's, real out there. That's all I was, I was wondering, because even, um, I want to say this had to have been like 2010, maybe, um, the group Kids in the Hall, and I know Donis, they was going to do a show, but they was going to do it in Enid, yeah. and then they just happened to not do it in Enid, they decided to move to Oklahoma City. I was like, sure, I'll drive to Enid to, to see it, but then they moved to here, and I was like, okay, it makes it better, because there's a lot more people here for yeah. you. but at the same time I was like shoot well you know. no it is black people like um like we have had some cool events like Bun V been out there okay. uh Slim Thug okay. uh I opened for that show uh I don't know if you remember, the dudes who did the stanky leg they, oh, they was oh, out yes, there yes, like yes. uh yeah, yeah, yeah. but like Enid, it has like a black community out there it's not okay. very big but it's like I feel like those are places where you can win with like a core fan base like Gosh. those people who don't get to see too much of anything mm -hmm. and then there's people willing to come out there and actually put on a show and that's the every once maybe once a year that they get to get fly and go do something I like so yeah i think now um i know you've done some stuff with trip g yeah you know a lot of collaborations when did you guys first link up i met trip and um it had to have been maybe the top of 2019 okay. uh through michelle michelle who does new wave Oh, she was oh, looking yeah, for a, um, yeah. she was looking for a theme song for her for a brand. She wanted to use it for a commercial. Mm -hmm. And um, her and Trip were already super cool. And uh, she liked what I was doing. I had worked with her cousin, another artist by the name of Five. Like I had been working with him. And um, okay. she had came through on a video that we shot and brought some clothes. And she was just super cool people. So you know, she called me for the song. Um, they wanted to shoot a video. I pulled up. Um, I shot the video. Me and Trip sat like after the video shoot for probably like. An hour and some change and just like chopped it up about Oklahoma City rap scene and mm -hmm. you know just um ways to kind of get my feet going out here you know what I'm saying like yeah. he was real he was somebody who like really took me under their wing and tried to like show me the way you know what I'm saying because yeah. it's like like I said there's no it's not like there's no right way to learn the business in Enid it's like you just rapping and it's going nowhere it's just yeah rehearsal it's just rehearsal a whole yeah. lot of that but um Trip was the first person that I met who was a rapper that was like legitimately doing rap stuff, like making business moves. Mm -hmm. And um he was spending a lot of time around JB, so he was learning just from being outside moving with JB. Right, right. And um he just, you know, he was just somebody who pulled me in and gave me game. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we kinda just built from there. The music really just came organically, but second to our relationship just personally. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's good because I mean, the way y'all be collaborating on the tracks is just like phenomenal. Yeah. Like y'all both just sync and like Y'all um y'all complement each other really well. Thank you. So yeah, so at the same time it was just like okay I like that because I mean I knew a little bit from Trip and yeah. then when I saw that I'm like all right so I like the music that you guys got going on and everything. Yeah. Now even with Trip with the collaborations would you say it's somebody that you would like to collaborate with that you haven't already? Um, as far as the Oklahoma scene, it could be Oklahoma, it could be anywhere. You know. 
Um, I mean, well, it would be wide if we talking about just anywhere. Um, but I think in Oklahoma, I feel like I've, I think I've pretty much, I mean, I got my ear to the street. Like, I'm a little mm-hmm. bit of everywhere. I go everywhere. I perform everywhere. I'm in, like, every mix. For as much as Oklahoma City has clicked up, mm-hmm. I touch a lot of the clicks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. it's just um, the cream of the crop. I feel like I've, I probably stood next to at some point. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm, I'm in tune with, like, everybody who I've tapped in with here is kind of like, um, no, outside of what I did for In the Meantime, go, moving forward, it's a lot of young talent coming up. I really like Bankroll Jug okay. um, out of Lawton. He okay. reminds me a lot of Big Scar. I like his sound. Mm, um, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, like he he got that bounce. It's now. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not. Um, some people go for lyricism, but mm-hmm. like now it's like a vibe. Music is all a vibe. Like how does that's it make true. you feel? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and Jug, I think he really does. He does that well. Like okay. I like how he puts it together. Um, okay. Nia Monet is another one. Love I Nia. really um I really like her sound, but it's like I grew up in church, so I love real vocalists. Mm. Like um. Me and me and my manager X, we get into it because he tries to like um, he encourages me with my vocals because it's like I don't consider myself a vocalist. Like okay. I feel like I put myself in a basket of like what Drake and some other people do to where it's like you found something creative to do with your unique voice. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you know how to right. work for your tone. But I grew up in church. I know real vocalists like people who fill up this whole room with their voice. Yeah, it's like I so whenever I see that I you know I show respect to that. And she's one of those people who I've seen live yeah. several times and it's like it carries like that. So um, okay. I think another one is. Um, Jay Huncho, Jay Huncho from out here, on the set, Jay Huncho or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's a um, he's another young dude that I like. I like his energy. It's super aggressive and it's turned up. But it's like for as much as I like R and B and experimental shit, I love like gritty hardcore rap. So it's like yeah. I love street shit still. So it's yeah. like I I flock to stuff like that too. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean other than that, I. I Damn, I'm hoping that I ain't forgot nobody, but those are the three <laughs> off the top of my head that I can give you that I really actually like they sound and what they're doing. Okay. Now, I know that even with that question, just for the collaboration part, it'll be another part where I may need to mention like what some like Oklahoma City rappers and artists and everything. I'm cool with that, yeah. So, yeah. But um, but since you actually kind of touched on it, I'm just going to say it a little later, but because I noticed like in like a lot of your sound, you know, you can rap and also sing as well. Yeah. Would you consider ever doing like a full R&B project as well is on top of what you also do? I would, but the way that I create, honestly, I think it would be hard for me to deliver it that way. Because mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't set the intention of whether I'm going to sing or rap. It's kind of like whatever hits me. And then it's like yeah. once I sing, it's like, okay, I dominated with that verse. Now I want to come back and kill him with the rap. Because it's yes. like I come from the generation where it was it was fun to see R&B and rap together. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, I, love, yeah, yeah. Um, I love Ja Rule. I love, uh, I love 50 Cent. I love... Um, Lil Mo's, like, it's like, LL Cool J had a run with R&B records. It's like, yeah, he did. that whole yeah. stream of, like, in the 2000s, whenever it was big to do, like, girl mm-hmm. records, like, I love that whole, that sound. It was just different. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I always like to bring the two together, but to do it, like, straight through, I can't say I'd ever be able to yes. do that. It's <laughs> like, just the way I create, I don't think I would be able to. I got you. But, I mean, but at the same time, I think you sound, like, great when you do that, too, because it's cool, like, it's like the way you pull in, like, okay, it's a cool sound, and then you even, when you come in with the burst for, like, a rap... Like, even for, like, Sweet. Like, I love how you did that song. Thank so, you. Well, you're welcome. So, at the same time, it was just like, I'm like, you know, she, she definitely has a sound for it. But, I mean, of course, I just wanted to know <laughs> just to yeah. see how it was going and everything. I and wish, that, though. That would... It, and I might actually try because I like a challenge, but it's just yeah. the way that I write. That's how I come. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. Well, I mean, I, let me ask this. Just even from, like, just other things. When did you discover that you could do that as well? Um, I had to have been about... I had to have been about maybe... I'm going to say about 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Like, my grandma was like, like I said, I was raised in church. My grandma would always put stipulations on the shit I would do because, like, I was a bad kid. My grandma would be like, all right, if you don't go to choir practice and act right mm-hmm. and do what they asking you to do, you not watching wrestling or you not doing this. And that was right. a big thing for me. Right. So 
I went with the intention of I want to try to do the best that I can so that my mm. grandma like proud let me do what I want to do <laughs> but um in the midst of doing that I learned so much like from music and it's like I learned so much with my own tone and even with my choir directors like telling me that my tone was it's like it's great what I do but just standing next to people in church who like I saw singing would be like amazed mm. it's not to say like it made me downplay my gift it's just I know whenever it's at peak levels like as yeah. a rapper I feel like I'm top tier. No, nobody in the room is going to dominate me whenever it's time to rap. That's just I, how I, I feel. I love that confidence. Yeah. But it's like with my singing, there's still room for growth. Growth. I'm still learning things and figuring out how to do it or vocal lessons. It might be a lot with me developing it. I know right. that it's decent and it's unique, but I know people who have mastered it. And it's mm -hmm. like I know what's my thing. So yeah. I just try to be honest in that. Now, a lot of times I will say like also just like also like noticing you and discovering you, I would say like, I could be riding down Kelly, see Happy Food, and I see like your post and everything. Yeah. Normal Music Fest. I saw you know seeing that when you guys went to South by Southwest, seeing that would would you say you have like one of the biggest like brands in the city right now? I would say so. Um, just away from I see other people like working that campaign, and it's mm -hmm. not like a comparison thing. It's just the things that um I think you can take a little bit of everything to make everything better. But yeah. I feel like I can't gain much because I'm already doing it at the best level for where I'm at. Yeah. And it's like that's where I give myself room for growth too, because it's like. It's cool, and it's this. It's this because it's Oklahoma. But it's mm -hmm. like I want to be able to get there and compete with Rihanna and Beyonce. I don't want to. I don't want to get trapped in where I'm at and the things that I'm seeing. I always want to think ten steps ahead of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, just from seeing it where I'm at, I think I definitely do it the best here for okay, sure. Like, okay. yeah. Yeah, I like that. And then, yeah, because at the same time, I would say, even though I haven't really like been on the level where I could be able to tell everyone this, I want to see people like promote themselves to the fullest yeah. where they can be able to like take it out because I want to be able to be at a point where if I go to a different state if I'm visiting family or just whatever and then, oh, you from Oklahoma? Oh, KL from Oklahoma. Like I see yeah. that stuff. Like, like that I love about like you and then everybody else is doing that because, yeah. you know, promote, promote. Everybody needs to see it. YouTube, everything. Everybody can see YouTube, so million views if we can get there or just whatever. Yeah. So I just love the fact that I'm like, okay, get yourself out there and it's working. At least yeah. I see, I see from outside looking in, I think yeah. it's working and everything. I feel that way too. I think the um the movement with the posters and just moving around. I think um like people say all the time, consistency and just repetition. Just yeah, people yeah, seeing yeah. it all the time, like. The picture is just the colors and they pop. It's just a creative way to do it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and draw people to it to be intrigued. But I think it's definitely helped with just seeing it over and over again in so many places. Like, I've right. had people tag me from seeing the poster in Dallas and stuff. And it'll be like, you know, it's crazy. It blows my mind to see it, like, reach like that. People I ain't seen in years will be walking through Deep Ellum and see one of them posters mm -hmm. and tag me in it. And I'll be like, damn, you know, you know that's, <laughs> that's crazy to me. But it, mm -hmm. it just goes to show for what you said. Like, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you did some work on uh, Little Africa, probably not Little Africa. Yeah. And, you know, my one of my favorite tracks on there is Top Down. Um, but how was the experience of working on this project with just a lot of the people from Tulsa and Oklahoma City? Um, for me, I was like, I was fortunate to get in the cut at the last minute. To be mm -hmm. honest, like I wasn't somebody who was familiar with Fire in Little Africa, what mm -hmm. they were doing as they were spending the, um, the couple years building it and doing those group sessions and all that. Yeah. I wasn't involved for none of that. Like I was still doing the groundwork to get to be somebody who they even heard of before. Right, right. So, um, Steph Simon had DM me, he had been following me and, um, he DM'd me and asked me, I, I had posted this video like doing a freestyle or something, mm -hmm. and he jumped in the comments and was like, I was the trap queen Latifah. And I thought it was funny because I was like, of all the labels they try to give me, I'll take that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, But he DM'd me and asked me, did I want to be a part of Fire in Little Africa? I'm not knowing what it is. I'm like, all right, I'm thinking he just wanted music for his album. I sent him a track or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. No, he sent me the beat. And they needed the track back like in a couple days following that. And he was just like, okay, well, I need it back before midnight this night so we can submit the album, whatever, whatever. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I booked the session, do the verse, get it back to him. Um, 
as the weeks progress, like he starts sending me information. Uh, they start reaching out contracts and stuff and then calling me for the cover and all this stuff. So it was bigger than what I thought it was in the beginning. Right. So whenever I showed up to do the um, the cover shoot, that's when I realized what was going on. Okay. Because I didn't know for real. Yeah. So um, just seeing how they had set up all of those artists and what they put together and then the rollout started. We was in essence on Billboard and all of that stuff. Yeah. It was just, it was crazy. Like to come in at the last minute, like that was a God thing. It wasn't nothing I could do. Like, <laughs> and it, it worked because I'm like I said, that verse that you had on there was crazy. Um, that's the, the I would say out of uh, like any type of performances I've seen, that's the one I wish I would like. Because I know I think you guys did it with Norman yeah. in Tulsa as well. I was not there for it, and I'm like, damn. But at one point, I know I'm gonna see something of it. But uh, but I did like that verse, and the song just itself is just dope. So Thank yeah, you. yeah. Um, now one thing I would say I like about you because this is a, I would say this is my part, and this is probably gonna be my favorite question to ask. But I know you're a big wrestling fan for sure. And that's that's my lane okay. <laughs> as well. But uh, when did you start watching wrestling? My grandma, like, um, my grandma, like, my mom's mom wasn't the mom who raised me. My great-great-grandmother raised me. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother was, like, a heavy alcoholic. But our bonding thing was wrestling. Like, she yeah. would pay for the pay-per-view. Like, I'd go over there. My grandma would be drunk as hell. We'd be watching <laughs> wrestling, like, all night. Like, she would get me the, the, the movies of each individual wrestlers, like, my grandma, my other grandma who I live with, like, she would swipe her credit cards to buy me the little toy figures and the rings and all that shit gotcha. and the t-shirts. But she didn't really understand. So yeah. I would wear them t-shirts to school and get in trouble because of the crazy Stone Cold Steve oh. Austin quotes and shit. <laughs> and she didn't understand what was going on, so she stopped buying me the stuff. But um, it was just, it was so much that played into it. But that was like a bonding thing for me and my mom's mom. Like, mm-hmm. we, we, she put me on wrestling my whole life. I had to have been, like, from, from six on. I just watched wrestling with her my whole life. So yeah. I just, it was my thing. Um... Yeah, I, I can't explain it. It's like that that became a big part of my life for so long. Like yeah. I was one of them kids that you could not tell that wrestling was not real. Like Yeah, I'm I'm still this way today. Yeah. Like I it, will look, that's this one thing, y'all. I, we all know there's an F word, but there's an F word that if you're gonna talk about wrestling, don't use it around me because I'ma still watch it regardless. Yeah. Like from the late nineties up to today. Yeah. It's just it's just something about it. Like it's one of those things where like like, that was my favorite part of my childhood. Yeah. Outside of, like, being with family, wrestling, and then it's just, I can't turn it off. It's, it's there. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, like, it's big. Like, the storyline, mm-hmm. I, I think it plays so much into my rap career because it's, mm-hmm. like, people have seen me live and the way that I perform and the energy that I give. It's, like, yeah. I remember seeing Stone Cold and then being grown and understanding, like, no, he was electrifying. Like, it's exciting to see him. Mm-hmm. I like his energy. Right. Like, you and everything that you are and you, like, putting on a show for that. It's, yes. like... It's certain wrestlers who just gave that, like they dominated the character that they presented. Yeah. And I think um, that plays into me as an artist. Like, I remember seeing that growing up as a kid and remember seeing my favorite wrestlers, the way that they would come in, like, they energy, like, just the way that they gave it up, even through the storyline. Like, yeah. that's, that's the shit that made me a diehard fan. So, would you say that Stone Cold is your favorite? For sure, yeah. Okay, because that, that was my favorite, like, superstar coming up. Yeah. And then also The Rock. Because it, it, it was that time where I just couldn't figure it out. The Rock is the reason why I'm a Miami Hurricane fan. Okay. So it was just like watching that and just seeing the how they could just mesh with each other and everything. Yeah. I, was, I still should have been at WrestleMania 17, but <laughs> I won't hold it against my mom. Uh, and just like how you said for your grandma getting the pay-per-views, my mom, uh, my aunt had a bootleg pay-per-view channel. So yeah. she would tape them for me when I you know, would get them and everything like that. So, yeah. And, and I love the fact that I'm meeting or seeing even that black wrestling fans yeah because you don't see it or we it was a period that everybody did watch it and then they just stopped yeah or you know and everything so 
that's one thing I will say that I will, like I've noticed about that. Plus, got the merch and everything. Yeah, so I appreciate that. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, it's cool design. Like you put your stuff and then the spin on it. Yeah, I, I gotta support. So when you had the event back in what either like February, March, or whatever, I'm like, yeah, Yo, I gotta go to it. It's like it's it's like you said, like it holds value. Like it mean yeah. that much to me. Like it remind me of my grandma. Like God rest her soul. It's like mm-hmm. it was such a big part of my life. Like. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's instrumental in everything that I am. Like, it's a big yeah. deal. Like, I don't know. I just, that made me, like, Jay-Z and Stone Cold, for sure, that's, like, the two males that i ever seen in my life, they was like, these are my father figures. Like, <laughs> I live and breathe by the things that they say. Like, yeah. That I would have known. We would have, like, knew each other from a long time ago, because that's, like, my two favorite yeah. stuff. So that's what's up. Um, one thing I do want to get into, because you just dropped EP, mm-hmm. I Miss You Too. So I wanted to see if we could do like, you know, break down a few tracks, you know, just like, you know, what your mindset was and how like the tracks were created and everything. So not like all of them, but just a few of them, we, you know, we could touch on. Um, but let's start with like the first one, the the, t- uh, the title track, I Miss You Too. So yeah. what was that process of making that one? Um, the whole theme, like I had had music that I was sitting on. Like this is the most, I think the most music that I've ever made in my life that I had to where I could play around with the things that I wanted to do with it. And I was really just trying to figure things out for my album for this year. And yeah. it's like. My manager was like, nah, you got to put some music out to like hold them over while you're figuring out all the creative stuff mm. that you're trying to do. Okay. So I'm not a singles artist. I can't just give you a song and then let you just, I want to tell a story with my music. Yeah, like that's the yeah, whole point. Yeah. So it's like mentally, where was I whenever I was ready to put this music together? And it's like everything for me starts with the muse. It's like I need, I need intention. I need like, um, I need encouragement to write sometimes. So it's like oh, I find okay. things and then I fall in love with them and then I write my storyline to the way that I feel. And I Miss You Too was like the title track, but it was it was exactly how I felt. Mm-hmm. Like it was this guy that I was talking to at the time and that didn't pan out. It was a girl that didn't pan out. The situation with my family, like personal life, that didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. And then it's just realistically, how do you feel? And it's like, you know, um, it. I feel like it came full circle by the last verse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it made yeah. me touch on family. It made me touch on, you know, friends, the way that I felt about my music, everything, it just brung it full circle. So that created the message for the rest of the EP to kind of just flow. Yeah, because it definitely set the tone, you know, just from like, because it's like you can tell like that is like a perfect opening yeah. to the project. So I definitely like that one. But um, Sweet, which was to me a real good summer vibe, like record. Yeah. But like, what was it like coming up with that? Because the sample and everything was just crazy. Yeah. Um, Sweet, that beat, as soon as I heard it, like, shout outs to Trey Savage, um, another Oklahoma artist. He sent that to me. And as soon as I heard it, I fell in love with that sample. Because mm-hmm. it felt like, um, enjoy, let me love you down. Mm-hmm. It felt like um, so many 90s R&B, like, right. that that Atlanta freak me, Uncle Lou. It just mm-hmm. had that bounce to it. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So um, I wanted to create something like that for now. Yeah. So it's like, what would this sound like in this generation? So yeah. it's like... I started writing that, and then it was just it had that bounce to it. The even the way that I come in on the track with my harmony and my melody, it mm-hmm. just it flows like. But it's just me trying to like go bar for bar, and then keep you intrigued and excited for what is she gonna say next? Like, and that's exactly how I from listening to it. That's kind of how I felt because it was like, all right, cool. And then because I didn't know where you would go. Not like saying it in a bad way. I didn't know where you were going. Like where like when you started like with that first verse, yeah. And then the second one, I'm like, oh okay. So it's just in this. So it's just. It's like when you listen to it, you know, you can help a balance. I could just, because yeah. I think when I was listening to it, I was at my job and it was just like, all right, okay. You know, I so, love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I like how you did that record and everything. Um, let's get into my favorite part of my favorite uh, song on the EP, Close to Me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that one, because the video, this, like, tell me how you did that one. No, I love that. Like, um, 
especially like for me, it's like I told you, like mm-hmm. between the difference of my rapping and my singing, whenever people are drawn to the R&B and yeah. like that's their song and they really love it, like mm-hmm. that touches me for real. Cause it'd be like them the ones where I'd be like, I don't know how this one is gonna roll, but I like how it makes me feel. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Um, gotcha. But Close To Me was another one to where it was like, um, I was talking to this guy and we were kind of like having trouble like getting over the the complicated part of getting to know each other. And it's yeah. like, you could have me, but you don't even know that, but you don't really know how to handle me. But it's like, mm-hmm. I would be all of these things for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but um, I wanted it to feel like, like genuine R&B. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like now, like I say, we get the artists who are experimental with their tone and it's not really singing. The writing yeah. is not very strong yeah. sometimes. It's like... I wanted to deliver for the music that I love, and I think that was just one of those songs that did that. Yeah, so, yeah. and I think even with, with you doing that, it, it helps out because it's like you're making it for yourself, but then you're making it for everyone to listen to, yeah. and then to everyone to enjoy and everything. So it's just a feel good song. It yeah. is. It, it's a good one. Um, Summertime Fine. Yeah. How was that? Summertime Fine was one of my favorite ones. Um, I wrote it about this girl that I was just enthralled with, like everything yeah. about her. Like, but um, it's just. I think it's very honest, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, was a song yeah. where it was like I was trying to get in my emo bag. Like I was in my feelings <laughs> and saying exactly how I felt and I felt like that was just portrayed perfectly on that. Like, yeah. But it was definitely like an emo record for me, but it was really good. Like I just love the vibe of it, everything about it. Like yeah. the super slow tone, the moodiness of it, like mm-hmm. the um, the transparency. I don't know. I just, I fuck with it. That was one of my favorite <laughs> songs on it, like for sure. And then also, uh, just before we get to the last one, I want to also talk about, uh, everyone that's listening right now, Sweet and Summertime Fine is on my Access Code Summertime playlist, my Summer Vibes playlist. So, okay. yeah, because I love this record. So, yeah. Um, but the last one, tell you uh, tell you about it. Tell you about it. Is it, I mean, shit, I'm biased for, I love the whole, I love every single song. I like you. I, you supposed to. <laughs> I love them like they all my babies, like for different yeah. reasons. But it's like, um, Tell You About It was another one to where it was like, I was, I was in a depressed state. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it was really a conversation, like a letter to myself. You know what I'm saying? I like, tell me about like where you are now and how you feel inside. Like, let's mirror it. Like how yeah. you feel. I could tell you about it. You mm-hmm. could tell me, like we're in different places. Like the the face that I give the world and then the way that I feel inside, two yeah. totally different people. So it was just like a, a parallel thing, like a, a letter to myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, um, you know, I I often like, I get caught up in, in not doing music and the things that I, I just get frustrated sometimes in where I'm at. And mm-hmm. like, that was just, another transparent, honest record about how I was feeling in the moment, like my depression. It was one of those. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then plus, because um, even I like it where I'm listening to it and then also, you know, like when someone could be feeling down but then they need music to like just kind of get them yeah. kind of back, back up. That's a good way of how you explained it. And now I'm going to even, when I listen to it now, it's going to give me that. Like, dang, this, she was talking about shit. So, it made sense. So, yeah. yeah, I like that. Like back in the day where we didn't know so much about a certain artist. Yeah. Because I don't need to know that you don't eat ass. Yeah. It wasn't the fact that... Why do your fans need to know that? It's not the fact that he just said, I don't eat ass. It's the fact that he said that, plus he just went ahead and said, but I do pee. I I pee on See. (laughs) And I'm... (laughs) This piss of rosé. Like, stop. (laughs) (laughs) And to follow that shit over there. But I do do this. Yeah. Like, nigga, why are you oversharing? No, uh, um, trust me, no one was inquiring about that. Yeah, you remember when he was on lip service and he was about like. I remember he said, I think he was on some interview and he said he just like for the girl to ride. Yeah. 
And then, and then he was like, fuck all what y'all talking about. I want to know. I want to know who got the best head here. See, Cody <laughs> You would have really sounded like Emerald from You Got Served. Another big fat nigga. And that is the Random Convos with Cody and Charisma Podcast. Check us out on Saturday. Now let's get into the 5W's game with KO. All right. So we're going to get into, you know, a couple of games here. Let's do it. And everything. The 5W's. Who, what, when, why, where, everything. Um, and then also I'm going to get into also I'm just asking as well. So Okay. Now, so for who? Who is your, your celebrity crush? My celebrity crush right now? Um... If you say right now, I will also ask who, who was it. I'm gonna say Megan The Stallion right now. Oh. Like anytime Megan The Stallion pop up, I'll be like, "Wow, this is one of the most beautiful motherfuckers I ever seen in my life." So I'm gonna say like right now it's Megan The Stallion. Like yeah, every time I see her or Doja Cat, them the two mm. right now. But I like I like odd people like aliens in the room. It's like I just like people who who just honest in their weirdness and just like own it. And yeah. I think she's one of those people, and I like that. I think yeah. that's cool. So yeah. Now, I'm just off subject. I'm going to just ask you, would you ever collaborate with either Doja Cat or Megan Thee Stallion? Hell yeah. Like, with Doja Cat, um, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, like, I love, it's like, I feel like it's turning into, the sound that she creates is her, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's still, it's fun, it's energetic. Like, and I love women who in rap pop their shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but she's somebody who is like, she dominates lyrically with the punchlines. It's entertaining. I don't mm-hmm. be like, oh, that was a, she, I think everything she does is kind of dope. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I like her energy behind it. So, yeah, yeah I would definitely work with her. Doja Cat is a pop star. Like, people don't really understand her sound, I think. Mm-hmm. But most people aren't real educated on music. They don't understand what people are doing. Yeah. But I spent enough time studying it that I can identify with what I'm seeing. Yeah. So with Doja, she's a pop star. Like, yeah. but you rap extremely well. Your R&B is very good. Like, people yeah. just aren't registering it because of the way you give it up sometimes. But yeah. she's dope. Like, yeah, because I enjoy her music, too. Like, you know, I, I'm one of those people, like, I don't, like, everyone has their own opinion on it. Yeah. You know, it's subjective. So, yeah. but her, she, she has this thing where, like, it's a song where I may have not thought would have been catchy to me maybe five years ago, but it is. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, I, I hope we get that. I hope we get that. Oh, now I remember what it was from earlier. Because uh, I remember you had mentioned that you wanted to be on Stone Cold's podcast. Yeah, hell yeah. We're going to manifest that. Because I wanted to, I think I retweeted or quote tweeted that like a year ago. Yeah. I got to see this. I, <laughs> I can't wait. Like, yeah. I think that um, just from what I've seen, like his movies and the podcast that I tapped into, like he just seems like he would be a dope guy to talk to. I love his episode of Hot Ones. Like yes. just watching him outside of like a rap persona, just being just a regular dude. Like I, I think mm-hmm. I could vibe with him. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, because you have a lot of great videos and just the way like it's all being like shot just you know even with the one you just released trendy you yeah. know and stuff so what is the best video that you shot if you can pick one or you can pick multiple but what's the best video that you, uh that you've done off rip i'm gonna say sour times mm-hmm. like whenever i think about it as far as storyline execution like the um the dramatics did it deliver like I wanted to because like every single video that I shoot something happens that mm-hmm. kind of offsets what my original idea was and right. it becomes something else but for the better but um as far as like the execution of it I'm gonna for sure say sour times like it feels like a movie everything about it like whenever yeah. I watch it I'm like strong second is gonna be save me with neighborhood Barbie like mm-hmm. but those are the top two videos that I think I've done so far okay okay I like that now when is the best time to write a song 
for me, depending on what time my studio session is, like <laughs> the way the way my day flows sometimes, it's like throughout the week, I get caught up with writer's block a lot to where it's like, if I try to force it, I don't get what I'm looking for. And it's like, I don't know how to go for, I can't give you a mid song. It's like, if it don't feel like it was that, every yeah. single track on it is not going. Like yeah. I'm gonna trash the song. But um, probably my sweet spot is probably, I'm gonna say anywhere from 3 p.m. to maybe 9 p.m. Okay. I'm golden. Like, okay. Okay. Now, where's the best place you travel to? The best place that I've traveled to, I'm gonna say New York. Okay. I went to uh, I went to New York City a few years ago, and that's probably been like just the the ambiance and the vibe of it. Like I yeah. spent the time, like a long time in my childhood, being in love with just New York culture. Like yeah. I came up on a Dipset, Cameron. Like I said, Jay Z's my favorite rapper of all right. time, but strong second would be like Joel Santana because there was a point in my life where you couldn't tell me that he wasn't going to be what Lil Wayne is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Joel Santana I felt like was some of the greatest shit I ever heard like as far as swag rap and the, yeah. the delivery. It reminded me of wrestling the way he gave it up. Like yeah. the dramatics, all of it. Yeah. Um, but just the idea of the the flyness of New York, like the way that it makes you feel. Like I remember being a kid watching New York Undercover and shit. Just mm. the way that the city, yeah. the way the city makes you feel. It's yeah. just whenever I actually got to beat somebody from Oklahoma to go and actually see that in real life, I love mm. the way that it made me feel. So okay. yeah. Okay. And the last one. Why do you think that people want to be famous? Why do I think that people want to be famous? Um, I guess sometimes it depends on what your reasoning is. You okay. know what I mean? Like for me. For me, doing all the things that I do, the fame comes with it, but that's mm -hmm. not what I'm in search of. It's like, yeah. I want to be respected for my art, and it's not, I don't want to be somebody who does it for the attention. I want you to genuinely yeah. love the shit that I create. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's like, that comes and brings a lot of attention to you. People want to know, like, why you wrote that song, the story behind it, who was the guy, who was the girl, like, mm -hmm. what made you feel this way? It comes with a lot of, like, prying into your life. Yeah. And I'm already, like, antisocial and super introvert. Like, if there's no reason for me to say anything, I usually don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so... I mean, just to having more people come into a room and expect you to be something from what they heard in your music, it makes it weird sometimes. So. Got you. All right, so the one, my favorite uh, question I always ask someone, especially with now with the rise of this podcast and then all the artists that I've been, you know, speaking with, because now, you know, from listening to a lot of music and then also just hearing everybody, um, the way they kind of like operate with the people that collaborate or just, you know, how they move in the city and stuff. Yeah. What would you say... Top five or top three um, most appreciate, most underappreciated or underrated artists in the state of Oklahoma? <clears throat> in the state of Oklahoma? Yeah. Underrated, underappreciated. Man. I'm going to say, um, and I won't even say that they underappreciated. I feel like there's so much going on on the ground right now in Oklahoma that it's just bound to pop for where we at. Because, like, there's so many people outside doing their thing, and there's a lot of good shit going on. You mm. know what I'm saying? So... I won't even say underappreciated. I think the city is aware. I think everybody's in their own pocket, like making their own noise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's yeah, just gonna yeah. turn into something greater for everybody later on. Yeah. But um, you know, like I said, I think I've I've been in touch everywhere. But I'm gonna go with just the the sounds that I like and the people who I'm fans of. Yeah. I'm gonna go um, like I said before. I really like Bankroll Jug. Mm -hmm. I like Nia Monet. Um, I like Neighborhood Barbie. I like Uni G. I like um Courtney Lachelle. I like uh. Damn, who else is it out here? Uh, Nicola Lisa's fire, just as far as a vocalist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for the first time, <clears throat> and Norman, yeah. Like I said, just she, she's another one who is like church vocals. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah, fill yeah, up the yeah, whole room with that. it. Uh, Reese B is another one. Um, damn, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Trip G, of course. Mm -hmm. um, Thomas Who, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm trying to think of who Savion. Savion's another one. Uh, oh yeah, 
It's fire. Yeah, I had to think about like I know that name. I'm like, hold on now. I remember, yeah. Um Damn, I mean that's that's what I can come up with off the top of my head. Hey, you, hey, you named the lot, so it's good. Yeah, I, I mean like just that. like I said, there's so many people outside and so much dope shit going on. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just bound to be something, and that's just the people that I can give you that I've I've actually heard their music and I'm familiar with the sound. Like yeah. I could tell you those people for sure. Of course. All right, so now you know you've been doing a lot of music for actually real quick. Uh, when you was when you say 2018 was the first time you like really kind of released stuff, or was I would say legitimately, like for a long time, I mm-hmm. thought that a lot of the shit that I was doing back in Enid, whenever I was pressing up CDs and handing them out, like burning them on my own laptop, like mm-hmm. till my drive went out, I thought I was doing <laughs> something for real. But it's right. like 2018 is like when it really was established that this is okay. something that's happening. Like the rest of that stuff was just an idea, but now yeah. it's like those ideas are being formed into real shit. So yeah, I got you. So, but, so for a fact, we we know that you know you know rookie. Yeah, for but, sure. <laughs> but let's just say this. So. Say Double XL called you, you know, hey, you know, we heard your music and everything. We want you to be on the next cover of, you know, the freshman cover. Yeah. But 60% of the rappers that that you find out they're going to be on the cover with you, you think it's just whack, like garbage, whatever. Would you still shoot this cover? Yeah. No? I, like I think that. um, that's not something I don't feel like, I don't feel like that's something to shy away from, but mm-hmm. I don't even, the way music is now... You can't really classify what whack is because it's an audience for a little bit of everything. That's true. Even that if is true. I see some of the some of the most interesting music I ever seen, I ain't even gonna call it whack. I'm gonna just say just because I don't understand what's happening, that don't mean it yeah, is not yeah, dope. Because yeah. some of these kids outside will hear that and be like, "This is the greatest shit in the world." You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't, I try not to put the whack label on it. It's just yeah. because of what I like lyrically, but creatively, people flock to anything. I got you. So you can't really say nothing is whack, but I wouldn't put that as a reason that I didn't do it. Nah, because yeah. I'm still gonna show up and be me. So yeah, it don't matter. Because I mean, look, you know, because I don't know. If if we you know from the moment they started I want to say like what two thousand seven two thousand eight from till today I don't know if you ever had like an Oklahoma artist like like from Oklahoma and like then all of a sudden you just see them to a next level yeah but I I want to see any one of the, like artists here yeah just because of the fact that it's just like man you know you see it and like yes we got this here you know that sound and stuff um oh you know also I see this happening. I see where to the level where now, cause we got it here, but then everybody's gonna know you. Yeah. I I really cannot wait till you headline like right now. I guess I could say the name for like Paycom Center. Yeah. I can see that. Like nah, the name thank of the marquee, you. <laughs> you know. And then we just like we we vibing and just seeing this all unfold. I yeah. can't wait to see something like that happen. I think it's on the way for sure. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think nothing that I'm doing is in vain. Like, like I said, I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. I get down with the process and a whole lot. But it's like at no point do I lose faith in like. I just feel like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. It's like this this is gonna be bigger than what I'm even thinking it's gonna be. But of it's course. like I think if I don't see it that way, it's a waste of time. So yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna ask this because, you know, even with the EP that came out, you working on the album. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So what should we be expecting from this album um that you're about to be releasing soon? Um, my new album is called Fuck Y'all Sincerely. Um right <laughs> now it's that. it's coming for a fall release. Uh when in the meantime, I felt like that was my that was my arrival statement, like the yeah. album that was really like I'm here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I felt like everything I did from 2018 on was just me kind of like beating my feet, like trying to make people pay attention to get somebody mm-hmm. to lock in. But it's like in the meantime was the one that really got me that respect. Oh, like, nah, she that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, what she yeah. said. So it's like I was doing all this work. I was going everywhere trying to make it bigger and everything. And I was just getting frustrated because I felt like I was just getting stuck in this box with people still trying to like treat it like it wasn't what it was. And right. it's like... In a lot of ways, I felt disrespected, if I'm honest. But then it's like, once I check my ego, it's like, I'm waiting on respect that really don't even matter to what mm-hmm. the fuck I got going on. Yeah. So it's like, fuck y'all. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, I got this. It's going up, regardless of how anybody feel or how anybody yeah. look at me. Like, it's that. You feel me? So, well, fuck y'all sincerely. It's like, it's really just me, you know, 
I think iron sharpening iron, like me challenging me to be my best. You know what I'm saying? Just the mm-hmm. best version of myself. Like I live by my latest is always my greatest. It's like wherever I'm at in the moment, that's the best music that I have. I don't yeah. pinpoint something that I did in the past. It's like I'm an artist who actually develops with their music. Yeah. And we we lose that now. Like a lot of people, it's like once they get that sound and that thing that they make, mm-hmm. you just keep repackaging that over and over. But it's not getting better. Yeah. It's not getting worse, but it's not getting better. So it's like, what's the point? Yeah. But I love artists like <clears throat> like Jay-Z and Beyonce, um, Jill Scott, Erica Badu. People who evolve with it. Once you once you establish who you are, the way you get it set up and moving, it's like you have to grow with that. I don't want to hear the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And them as artists who I felt like found they they found their lane and just mastered it. So I want to be one of those artists. I don't want to be like it sounds like it's repackaged over and over again. I got you. And then with that being said, that's like the dopest album title I've probably heard in a while. Thank you. For real. I <laughs> Thank mean, you. Look, I, I didn't even know we were going to get the, the title of the album. No, nah, I've been saying it. Yeah, I <laughs> wanted to hear it when it comes. Like, yeah, so. <laughs> no, but for real. And now, is it, now you have to say it, but is it anybody that, you know, that you're working on the project with, like, as in, like, collaborations or? No, mm-hmm. what I found out just from doing in the meantime, a mm-hmm. lot of the way it was presented, like I did this um, I did this bus ride with a lot of DJs and producers from here in the city mm-hmm. and just uh, played the album. We rode around the city for an hour and just, you know, talk, talked about it. Mm-hmm. And these are people who it's like, you go a lot of places and hear a lot of different things. Yeah. And their feedback was a lot of the same. I feel like those records would have been the same whether you added those features or not. I would have liked it the same way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, I still would have felt like it would have carried. Yeah. So it's like, not just from even that, it's just taking it and building, putting out different projects. It's like, the fans really prefer, like, and not even just, the people who like what I do, like, they prefer to hear me just from a state by myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, for Fuck Y'all Sincerely, it's no features. It's it's all me. You I, feel me? So. I, and I'm not gonna lie. Not, and not to say I wouldn't have appreciated if you did have, like, the yeah. features, but with that and it's title, not, it's, it's, there you go. Yeah, it got, you got to stand like, alone in that. You okay. have to stand alone. And that's not to um, it's not to, to downplay in the meantime mm-hmm. or anything that works. It's an amazing body of work. Like, all them artists came through and did their thing. Yeah. It's just like, I'm always open to what people feel and how they take mm-hmm. it in what you're hearing. Like, how do you feel about the shit that you're hearing? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I got that a lot. Yeah. And it's like, so I want to... I never wanted to look like I needed to lean on anything to make it something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I will make these hit records by myself. It's not who I'm standing next to. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I wanted to present that. It's like once I have your attention, I want you to let let you know that I carry this. Like this is me. So yeah. yeah. So that's why I, that's why I fuck with you because like you have this thing where is that confidence and when you and you can tell like in the music and everything like that. I'm glad we was able to do this episode yeah. at the same time, but. Y'all, I, I'm now that just got me even more excited. Just because I knew I miss you too was a great project, a good like a good um appetizer to what we yeah. And that's do. all it was. I was like, yeah. I hope they ain't trying to like run off with that. It's like that's what I'm trying to do. It's like that's a very it's an emo all over the place. It's like I was in my feelings, but I was in my bag. But it's yeah. like as far as whenever I present a full length album, mm-hmm. I want you to know like it's go time. This yeah. not this the whole meal like everything. Yeah. So yeah, I want us to feel that way. So when so everyone that's listening, look, we gonna pregame with I miss you too, but when we get into it, fuck y'all sincerely. So yeah, yeah I like that. So last thing I'm gonna ask you, because I you know, this is one of the questions I like to ask everyone, but you know, everyone has like goals where like you set them just ahead of time and then see where we, where you can find the time to reach them. Yeah. So, you know, instead of like ten years, five years, what do you see yourself in two years? In two years? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be everything I'm saying it is in two years. I think um, just cons- being consistent in the rate that I'm going right now, like, mm-hmm. it's no reason that somebody don't see that and be like, no, that's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think it's just it's getting it to not even the masses, just getting it into the hands of the right people. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm kind of learning my way just doing that, just meeting yeah. people, you know what I'm saying, like, um, presenting it everywhere that I go. And it's like, that's my goal, trying to make sure that 
I walk into the room and I impact the people who matter. Like, even if I don't get everybody, if I come in and I only get one or two, let it be mm-hmm. the right one or two. You know what right, I'm saying? So right. I think it's just getting it into the rooms where it's supposed to be heard. Mm-hmm. I think right now I'm still doing the work to develop the numbers and build the fan base. It's like I want to make the fire bigger. It's like yeah. it's it's a fire and it's burning and it's hot, but I got to expand it. It can't just be those same 50 people. I need 200 to 1,000, so I, I got to make it bigger every time. Yeah. So it's like that's where I'm at right now, just getting it to the right people. That's okay. it. But, like, in two years, for sure, I think it's going to um, – I ain't even going to give it two. Like, by next year, I think it's going to be on a different level. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, after I drop this album, I think everything is just going to – the trajectory will change, and it's not nothing I can do. I think it's just going to be that I just for you. me doing the work. So, yeah. All right. So, I'm, I'm excited for everything that got, you got going on. Um, and I'm just definitely, you know, fall time because, you know, I'm – I'm biased because that's my favorite season. Me too. I'm, I'm, you swear you mean. Yeah. Well, I'm born in October. October 26th. I'm Scorpio. October 28th. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. See, hold on. This is, this is why this makes sense. Wrestler fan, the love of hip-hop, Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same shit. <laughs> that is what's up. Well, go ahead and plug yourself for everyone to, uh, to get it tuned. That may not already be following you. Yeah, um, if you're not tapped in, like I said, my name is KO. I'm on all social media at she is KO. Mm-hmm. Um, on TikTok, I'm at illest bitch alive KO. Um, but we figuring it out. But I mean, I'm I'm at everything on she is KO. So when you get time, go tap in. Nice. And everybody, you know, we gonna also uh, just gonna go ahead and throw this out. August sixth, the big show. You know, KO is gonna be on it and everything. Yeah. A lot of artists. You know, if you're not in the city or even if you are, just come through. Let's all just. just you know, catch the vibe and everything. We all gonna have a good time, turn up and everything. Yeah, shout um, out to this. But until the next segment, actually, I'm gonna say this because I like to do the two for two. This is why I play, you know, two records. Okay. Which one of the records that you would like uh, from, like a pick that you want to have? Like it could be either one of your songs or somebody else's. Um, from any album, like I'm not okay. Yeah. Um, if you are gonna do two of mine, I definitely want to hear Million Dollar Bitch or Bag today. Like, I don't meet people who don't love them, so yeah. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into that right now, y'all, so let's do that. Hi, my name is Jordan. Hi, my name is Jackson, and this is our uncle's favorite part of the show. Two, Two for Tuesdays. Thank you once again to KO for joining me on this week's episode of Access Code. So let's go ahead and get into this Two for Tuesdays. Now, the track that she mentioned, Million Dollar Bitch, which is also on the album she came out last year. In the meantime, if you haven't already checked that out. But she goes in on this track, so let's go. They tryna play me like a sucker, but I ain't gon' go. Used to do this shit for free, but look, I can't no more. All these niggas shit is trash, I swear I hate they flow. Used to try to play them friendly, but I can't no more, no more. Hey, yo, what you want? Tryna get paid, get paid. That's your big bro, I think he bitch made, bitch made. I think I'm that bitch, and that just ain't gon' change. God just keep on blessing me, I can't complain. Fuck these niggas' friendship, I'm tryna whip a range. Damn, a bitch keep going up just like the stock exchange. They do the most of fake love, and I think it's strange. These niggas either with me or they in the way. Out here moving on some million dollar shit. I don't need a nigga love, cause I'm a million dollar bitch. All these niggas with me shooters, and they ain't gon' switch. How the fuck you king pin, but you ain't never seen a brick. They be capping on these apps, I swear I hate that shit. Tryna touch a hundred mil, so I ain't gon' quit. I'm disgusted by your words, so my face might switch. You can try, but my niggas catch a case right quick, right quick. 
out here moving on some million dollar shit. I don't need a nigga luck, cause I'm a million dollar bitch. All these niggas with me shooters and they ain't gonna snitch. How the fuck you kingpin, but you ain't never seen a brick. Look, I'm not the bitch to compete with. Yeah, I'm really her, it's no secret. Yeah, all that fake love, you can keep it. If you say you smoke, then they reaching. That shit they drop is the weakest. That ain't no drip, that's some cheap shit. This bitch the illest, believe it. KO the one that's in D shit. Out here moving on some million dollar shit. I don't need a nigga luck, cause I'm a million dollar bitch. All these niggas with me shooters, and they ain't gon' snitch. How the fuck you king ten, but you ain't never seen a brick, seen a brick. Out here moving on some million dollar shit. I don't need a nigga luck, cause I'm a million dollar bitch. All these niggas with me shooters, and they ain't gon' snitch. How the fuck you king ten, but you ain't never seen a brick, seen a brick. Yo, I really do enjoy that song, but another reason why I enjoy the song is because of the video. Go to YouTube if you haven't already. She has the big gold belt on her shoulder when she's rapping the song. You know, for me, being a wrestling fan, as I mentioned in the interview, you know, back from that, like that WCW or NWA times. Or, hey, if you're a newer fan, if you are a wrestling fan, of course, you know, the World Heavyweight Championship. I remember when Triple H had that belt for the Reign of Terror and. Terrible time for that moment, but the belt is still dope. Dope design and everything like that. So, yeah. Now, I'm going to go ahead with my pick. And since I mentioned that this is one of my favorite songs off her new EP, I Miss You Too. This is Close To Me by K.O. Shit. To be honest, I ain't thinking you would notice If I just fade off on some ghost shit 
But I ain't gon' lie, I'ma try for you In the nighttime, I'ma open wide for you I've been thinking new things I could try for you I bet you've been on it since I met you, but you don't know I let you, and don't too many get to get close to me when you're holding me, say what you want from me, I'll give you more of me, I bet you've been on it since I met you, but you don't know I let you, and don't too many get to get close to me when you're holding me. What you want from me, I'll give you more of me I bet you've been on it since I met you But you don't know I'd let you And don't too many get to get close to me When you're holding me, say what you want from me I'll give you more of me Man, I'm super excited for this album that she's releasing Because one... It's in the fall time too. The title, Fuck Y'all Sincerely. That is a dope title of an album. So I can't wait to uh, check that out from KO. But hey, you know, from what we've already heard so far, you will not be disappointed. Um, but I, w- I want to go ahead and mention this. August 6th, Oklahoma City's Farmer Market, The Big Show, hosted by Southwest Des and sponsored by Mango Cannabis. Um, one he ain't never tell me to do this. I don't think I've actually talked to him before, and I would love to interview him. So I'll, you know, I'm gonna just go go ahead and throw that out just in case, whatever. But at the same time, y'all, um, August sixth, definitely check out that show. It's a bunch of great artists that it will be featured. Um, plus, I've interviewed a lot of them, so I'm I'm already excited to even just to see them perform again. And a lot of people I'm seeing perform for the first time. So if you're not doing nothing on August sixth from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. our Oklahoma City's Farmer Market, go ahead and check that out. Want to go ahead and wish a happy birthday to my brother Leroy. Uh, he celebrated his birthday this past Wednesday. And then tomorrow on Wednesday, my brother Lamont will be celebrating his birthday. So I just want to go ahead and say happy birthday to you guys. Go ahead and follow your boy on social media at Access Code Pod. Um, plus, the music that you heard this week will be on the Access Code playlist. Just go ahead and search my name, Cody Thomas, and Apple Music to, see, to find that. As well as title, I believe you just go ahead and search the name Access Code Playlist. You should be able to see it because uh, the music that you heard this week will be on that playlist. But I also got another one, Summer Vibes, Access Code Summer Vibes on Apple Music only. Um, you should be able to find it if you are searching for the Access Code Playlist. Uh, artists like KO, of course, um, Trip G, even Larry June, because, you know, Larry June got all them type of like Summer Vibe cookout outdoor you know music so definitely check that out um if you are on apple podcast go ahead and leave your boy a five-star rating and review in spotify go ahead and leave myself a five-star rating and you know i definitely want to make sure i mention this because i say it on every episode i love you guys i truly do thank you once again for ko to being on this week's episode and thank you guys for tuning in you might go ahead and catch the show next week Yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs>